Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is the day so many of you have been waiting for. The master of negativity, Tom Jones, who, after watching the Bucks lose four out of five, said, I wish... I was still writing a column on days like this. Guess what? We got the next best thing. He's coming on this podcast to talk bucks, to talk everything, really. Just kicking it with Tom Jones. Rick and Tom back today, uh, one time only, which will be uh, really a lot of fun. Uh, the Bucks, meanwhile, they have already begun preparations for the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday. Antoine Winfield Jr. in concussion protocol. He is likely out for that game. Not enough time to be ready. For Thursday night's action, that means they're depleted in the secondary. Still no Sean Murphy bunting. Uh, Carlton Davis was held out of the last game because of a hip injury. I have, I suspect that he may play, and that's probably why they held him out because of the short week. Had he played, re-injured that thing, there was no chance. So they're beaten up, and of course they've lost four out of five, and they play a Baltimore Ravens team uh, that is over 500 and have arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, an MVP in Lamar Jackson. So They got their work cut out for them. But Tom Jones in just a minute. First, we want you guys to make sure you check out our friends at May Electric Solar. Your energy costs are going up. We know that. We have a solution for you. Billy May and his staff can take care of you. They're committed to you for the long term. They guarantee their workmanship with a 30-year labor and services warranty. Plus, every installation gets $750 worth of surge protection. That is the main difference. If you visit their Hudson showroom, May Electric displays all its products. They conduct on-site testing. You'll see what they install. Plus, they don't use subcontractors. There's all Bill's guys up there on the roof getting the job done. You know exactly who is doing the job. Start saving today. Call the solar energy experts, May Electric Solar, at 727-819-2862. You can schedule a free estimate. Lower your electric bill all year long. Preserve the quality of your life and your appliances. That's May Electric, 727-819-2862. I have been excited about this since 3 a.m. when I woke up. And, yes, it was a short night and a long day. Tom Jones. Tommy kicking it with us again. He's back. Tommy's back. What's up, brother? The last time I was on the podcast, Tampa Bay Sports was good. That's, that's how long it's been. <laughs> it's been that long? Yeah. The Lightning, were, the lightning didn't uh, look like they weren't getting old all of a sudden. The Rays... Haven't scored like a have they have they scored a run yet? No, the no, they they struck out again. I'm pretty sure. Right, and now unbelievably, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Oh my, Rick, I I'm looking forward to talking to you. Yeah, I I, I want to listen to what you have to say. This is I never saw this coming. I never saw this coming. I'm watching this team. I'm watching press conferences. I've been watching this for four weeks now, a month, and I'm saying something doesn't look right. But I keep going. That's ah, Brady. It's Brady's the goat. They'll figure it out. But Rick, what the hell? What's going on? Is, is well, this is this as bad as it looks, or <laughs> is it just a little hiccup in the ro- on the road here? No, I think it's potentially as bad and could get worse. Um, oh my gosh! Now a lot of that has to do with the health of the team. Let's be honest. Yeah, sure. You know, it, it, and this is not. I think the, the the fatal mistake that maybe 
us and, and fans made was, well, Brady's back. You know who also has made that mistake? The players. Mm. I really believe that, you know, when Tom got here in 2020, there was such a, a euphoric, oh, my gosh, we got the GOAT. All we have to do is, is everything he wants us to do. And, and we, he knows the path to the Super Bowl. He'd been to, what, almost 10 of them at that point. And so they were all invested. They were all in. And not for nothing, he brought his buddy Gronk with him, okay? Let's not forget about the guys who aren't here. You know, they've had to rebuild this offensive line. They have a rookie. They have a first-time center. These are not the guys that Tom Brady was playing with back in 2020. But even having said that, you know, Antonio Brown came halfway through the season, absolutely changed their offense when they were struggling at 7-5. and five. A lot of things just kind of fell in. But more than that, I just think it was new. It was fresh. It was we have a chance in every game. And I still think they believe that. But at 45-year-old Tom Brady... And I still think he's playing pretty well. Yeah, sure. Uh, he's still got – I think he's got a bit of a, of a beat-up shoulder, and I think we'll find out more about that when his career or his season's over where they're one and the same. But he's not good enough now, right, to, to fix all their problems. And they got a lot of problems. And, you know, the, one of the reasons he left New England was he didn't have a lot around him, you know. I mean, he could still win 9, 10, 12 games, whatever, but they weren't going to go very deep in the playoffs because – the Patriots just seem to refuse to spend money on players, et cetera. Well, now he's kind of back in that situation. I'm not saying that you know, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin aren't great players, but, I mean, Mike Evans is in his ninth year. Chris Godwin's coming off an ACL. Those two guys played a lot of snaps the other day. They didn't get hardly any, any plays off. There's no third receiver. There's no tight end. He's got rookie tight end, and, and I think Kate Otten's doing a good job, and he's coming on fast. Um, you know, the running back is the one that Tom likes of the group and Leonard Fournette, but Leonard Fournette's not going to scare anybody. He's not having a good year. He had a good game in Dallas. They are, at this point, I think, starting to realize, oh, my God, Tom can't win every game for us, you know? Well, and that, that brings me to this, Rick, and you're there every day. I'm not there anymore like I used to be in, or mm-hmm. at all. And here's the word that comes to mind for me. And tell me if I, and I may be totally off base, so I'm just going to ask you as an outsider looking in. It looks joyless. Over there, it looks like. I mean, you got the head coach going up there. We're in a dark place. Like I've never heard a coach say we're in a dark place right now. <laughs> and then true. you get Brady up there, who I mean, and I'm not making fun. I'm really truly not making fun. I don't know what all is going on, but I'm looking at Tom Brady. He doesn't look like Tom Brady. He looks like he looks like a, and he's never look. He's not. He's not up there being, you know, a comedian. Who's a broken there. man? But he looks like a guy who's not having fun. Yeah, I don't know what he's like around. The, I know I, the last week with him yelling at the offensive line. To me, that was a good sign. It showed right. that he still cares. Like I, right. I was watching the clip the other day uh, after the game on Sunday, where Aaron Rodgers came out, and Aaron Rodgers is still that cocky, arrogant, indignant. Like, oh, maybe this is the best thing that ever happened to us. Which is yeah. stupid to say that. That oh, you're now you're going to play Buffalo. This is the best thing. But I mean, there was a little bit of like resistance. There it was a little bit of like, all right, we'll show you guys. With with Brady, that him yelling at at the lineman, I actually like that. But now I look back, Rick. I watched it after the other day, and I'm thinking, these guys don't look like they're having fun. Is it? Does it feel joyless? And not that maybe it doesn't matter if it's joyless or not, but it just feels like nobody's having a good time over there. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to have a good time in the NFL when you're not winning, you know. And after two weeks, you know, they beat Dallas, they beat New Orleans. They seemed pretty pretty happy, you know. They're two and zero. They they you know. 
that schedule was daunting the first four weeks, and you figured they wouldn't get those two. But they got the two on the road, and coming home against some pretty good teams with Kansas City and Green Bay, nonetheless, I think things were, were okay. Now, you know, let's be honest. There's a lot of reasons why some of the joy has gone out of Brady, and, and some of those, you know, I think are off the field. Um, he's missed time. You know, he missed time in training camp. He, uh, you know, I think people made too much of him going to a wedding and missing a walkthrough on a Saturday before they went to Pittsburgh. But nonetheless, when you lose, those things become magnified. Um, but there's no question that, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is the bloom is off the rose a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think, you know, you only you only go through the the whole, you know, Super Bowl experience for the first time it's never quite the same as the first time right they tried to get back last year they didn't make it they were a good football team they could have if they played a little better defense but it's there's not the newness is not there anymore right and it it's nothing against Brady it's nothing that he's doing wrong Um, but I think guys got a little too comfortable in saying hey we're good we're world champions you know we're this we're that and I think that's what prompted Bowles unsolicited by the way because I asked the question which was more general than anything, kind of like, where are you at right now? Where's this team at? And he just said, well, if guys are thinking about, you know, what they did in the Super Bowl two years ago, they're in fantasy land. It's like, whoa, Super Bowl? Who's mentioned the Super Bowl? Yeah. You know? And even the guys in the locker room are like, what? What's he talking about? But I think, I, I, I think that his point was we're so far removed from the same team that we were or even – some of the players who have since made a lot of money. You know, it's funny, Tom. When you went to Poynter and got paid, you changed, man. <laughs> you know, and I and money can do that to you, and you know that better than anybody because yeah, that's you why know, you left. I'm, and now I'm in a dark place. No, I don't. <laughs> now, and see? See, after a few years, you realize it's just not all about the money, man. It just isn't. Well, I, look, could, at this, I look at this team, Rick, and, here, and you hit on something a minute ago I, I, that I think is really the key here. And I thought John Romano had a really good point in his column for the Tampa Bay Times. It's like, where's the hope? Like, they can't even look at Brady right now and say, okay, he's going to bail us out. And I'm not saying it's, it's Brady's can't. fault. No, he Be- can't. Because I think, again, I think Brady's playing fine. But I look around this team, and all I heard was, it's, it's funny how the narrative has changed over just yeah. a, um, like six weeks, eight weeks. There was yeah. once upon a time, oh, he's just surrounded by all kind of talent. I'd yeah. rather be Tom Brady than Aaron Rodgers because Tom Brady has all this talent. Like, Okay, Mike Mike Evans, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Chris Godwin doesn't look quite like Chris Godwin. He's, yep, not. he's close. And yeah. then who? And then right. who? And then who I'm do done. I got after that? I'm done. Yeah, and I'm that's, done. Yeah. That's the thing. And and you know what? Those same two guys you just mentioned, along with Ali Marpet, along with I don't know, Ryan Jensen, along sure. along with guys that aren't there now, with the exception of Gronk and maybe Leonard Fournette, they had a really good team. They had good players back then. You know what you know what the record was? Seven and nine. And Jameis Winston threw 33 interceptions. Those were good players on that team. A lot of the same guys that Brady's playing with now, right? So good players can lose games. Like there's, no, there's no guarantee that just because you have a couple good receivers. Here's the thing, and I think people lose sight of this too, and it became evident to me again um, in just covering this league. We have to Pittsburgh against, you know, and you probably are curious about the Steelers as much as anybody from sure. afar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, their entire secondary was out, right? They're starting a rookie quarterback who I like, but he's not that, you know, he's not all that yet. No. And yet, and he um, showed that against Miami. Yeah. No, Mike ahead. Tomlin had those guys ready to play. 
you know. And what you realize, whether it's Carolina and P.J. Walker to D.J. Moore, the P.J. to D.J. show, uh, these guys, you know what they call the worst player in the league? An NFL player. <laughs> exactly. They, they just don't. It's like the guy that graduated last in his class in medical school. Call me doctor or, or lawyer, you know, mm-hmm, if, it's, mm-hmm. if it's Harvard. Um, they don't just hand out contracts in the National Football League. Like, they all can play. You know, see, any given Sunday league and all that. But it's true. Like, no one's just going to go out there and say, eh, we're going to lay down today. You know, well, usually- here's the, let me go back to something, Rick. And, and I, 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 I sort of agree with you to a point. But, and I'm not sure how much bulletin boards really make, you know, the, the old, like, oh, well, we're going to get motivated now. There had That's to fair. be a little bit something. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and like, are you serious? Tom Brady didn't even show up for a walkthrough for this game? He went to a wedding of, a, of an owner of another team instead of showing up to get ready for us? And again, I think that bulletin board stuff lasts until you get hit in the face once, and then yeah. it's like you forget about right. this stuff. But I, right. I do wonder if there's a part of like, even like the Steelers were like, son of a gun? That guy's going to disrespect us like that? Of course they did. And, you know, and, and the great players, everybody uses that stuff. It sounds corny and cliche, and it doesn't matter unless you win. And no, and I don't think anybody would have said a whole lot about the you know the Bob Kraft wedding if they if they you know beat the heck out of the Steelers. I really don't. Of course not. And, and, uh, and does guy. he need to be there? Probably not. No. Uh, yeah, I get that. No. And, and I'm and sure I, his teammates really didn't care. Well, they may not have cared, but they do notice. You know, that's the thing. Like they do yeah. notice. Like, oh, who's not at the t- who's not at the walkthrough today? You know, who's taking two weeks off in the middle of training camp? And I understand it was for personal reasons, i.e., family or kids or whatever it was. You know what? There's a lot of guys who have kids. There's a lot of guys that have personal issues, right? Maybe right. they're tired. Maybe they're older. Maybe they'd like to take two weeks off in training camp, but they're not the GOAT. Well, and that's it. I mean, we can't sit here and, and, and expect that players aren't going to be treated differently. Everybody's treated differently. And the better you are, the more they're going to put up with. And maybe Tom Brady has earned more credit than anybody in history in the National Football League. Sure. And everybody in that building is wearing a, a ring right now because of Tom Brady. I That's get right. all that. Now, and here's some of the other have thing. New contracts too because <laughs> right, people got paid. Yeah. And but here's the other thing I'll say, Rick. And here's where I say when when the question is asked, where is the hope? Here here's where the hope is. I think first off, when the when the NFL went from 16 to 17 games, it felt like they added like a month to the season. Yeah, it just right? felt like right. Yeah. Doesn't it? it seems like more than just one game? Yeah. A year ago at this time, the Kansas City Chiefs we were we were burying them. They were three and That's four. That's true. Oh, Mahomes, you know, can't throw, can't play anymore. Him and Reed aren't on the same page, blah, blah, blah. I do think there's time to fix this. And I also, Rick, I look at the rest of the conference. I don't like it. I don't like anybody. You know what's funny? The Tom Brady, when he made that comment about there's, there's a lot, lot of bad, bad football. football out there, I think yeah. he was half talking about his team as well. I'm looking around Probably. the NFL right now, and, and other than Buffalo and Kansas City. That's it. That's it. And I look in the NFC, who do who you, you have to beat? The Vikings? The Giants, really? the Vikings. The Giants, the Vikings, the, the Cowboys. Cowboys. who you already beat. I'm yeah. not sold on any of those teams. No. Green it's, Bay is, out, is kind of like where Tampa is right I'm now. I'm still not ready to give up on Green Bay just because I look around. At, you know, San Francisco, yeah. just when I'm getting ready to get excited about yeah, San Francisco. how about that? Jimmy G goes out and turns into Jimmy G again. The yeah. Rams aren't what the Rams were a year ago. But the season is so long. I yeah. Mean, we, we got 10 games left. I know. We're seven games <laughs> into it, and you're still not halfway. It's like, what? You know, had that you know, it is it is a marathon and and to your point and, and Brady said this on his podcast that you know I have to listen to 
every Monday. Oh my gosh, I can't. You and Joey Knight, God bless you guys. That's you're doing the Lord's work there when <laughs> when listening <laughs> Let's to go listening to listening to Let's Go with with your boy uh, Jim Gray on there, right? Jim Gray host that. Is that what well, it is? Well, Tommy. <laughs> Stop. Right. You start doing Jim Gray. You Just for the listeners at home, you call me on the phone and start doing Jim Gray and be like, well, Tom, how was things appointed? It's today? not Tom. And sometimes it's Tommy. <laughs> well, Tommy, so you, how are you feeling today? <laughs> well, how do you think I'm feeling, Jim? I've lost four out of five. I feel like crap, okay? Why don't you just, you know, step on my hand while I'm drowning? You know, like, come on. You know? So you guys listen to that show every week and you have every to Every Friday at 6 It's almost PM. like that. I feel bad for the Green Bay guys who have to listen to Pat McAfee every week that Aaron yeah. Rodgers goes on there, you know. At least but so, so, what did, so what did Brady say on this? So, so, yeah, I mean, he was just, you know, um, he gets kind of boring at times. But, but, I mean, his thing was same kind of thing. Like, well, there's a lot of teams that are four and five. He's like, look, he goes, I'm sure even the teams that have good records right now probably don't feel like they've got it all figured out. You know, it's like, like, well, we're good. We're here now. He goes, there's too much, too many games left. And he goes, and it doesn't, even when you get in the postseason, if you make it, he's like, it's only one team that cares, that wins it. You know what I mean? And he goes, like, look at the baseball playoffs. And I was going to ask you about that too anyway. Yeah. He goes, how many teams, you know, and actually I think maybe Jim Brothers, wow, Tommy, you look at the Yankees and you look, and he's, how many teams that won 100 games are sitting at home right now watching the Phillies play in the World Series? The exactly. Phillies. Right. Well, and so it goes, sometimes it's about when you're playing good, right? Well, not only that, like San Diego just took out the Dodgers, yeah. and then they turn around again and lose in five games to the Phillies. Right. And that's right. why I look at the I look at the Bucks right now, Rick, and certainly the last two weeks losing to a really bad Steelers team and losing to a really bad Carolina team. I mean, you could make the argument those are the two worst teams in football. Yeah, I don't know who if you had to pick on those <laughs> days. If you had to say, okay, pick a team you want to play this week. You would have picked Carolina with all their injuries in the secondary and a rookie quarterback. And, and trade Kristen would have McCaffrey. Carolina that just traded yeah, Christian yeah. McCaffrey and they're one of the top receivers. Robbie you know? Anderson, yeah, trading both of those guys. Same but, week. But I, I also think, Rick, that when I when I look at how long the season is and how much time they have to figure it out and yeah. who's still left on the schedule. Although you look at the schedule and say, well, if they could well, now be you Pittsburgh can't beat Car- anybody. Yeah, if, right? yeah, if it could be Pittsburgh and Carolina, who are you going to beat? Exactly. But, I still think, Rick, they're not far removed from a team that we looked at a couple of weeks and say, hey, it was a really good defense yeah. uh, that has is, that is shut down some pretty good offenses like Green Bay, like Dallas. And, and Tom Brady will, in the end of the day, figure it out. Here's the thing about Brady, though, Rick, and I, I got to admit I'm not watching every play like you are and studying every play. He looks like a guy that, I mean, he doesn't want to get hit anymore. Nope. And I don't know if that's a thing that it's October. I'm not going to take a bunch of punishment in October. And when the time comes, November, December, when it you matters. You know what it is? You know what I think it is? He, he has said it several times. And he said, he said today, he goes, you know, at 45, man, those hits, he goes, I, I feel them a lot more than I did. You know, and I think that's true. Tom has always said this, and I think, I think it's in his mind as much as anything else. Let's, let's say that he, you know, this could be his last year. I think it's reasonable to think it's his last year in Tampa for sure. Probably his last year in football, we think. But we don't know. But we think. But regardless... He had said, I'll ra- I'd rather lose a game or several games than to get hurt and lose a season. Mm-hmm. Like he had that happen to him with his ACL that one year, and he decided, I am throwing this ball hot. I am throwing it away. I am playing hot potato with this thing. I am not, not going to get bent up in there and, and, and get hurt. And that's how, that's how the season ends, you know? And, and I, think, I think he has a real fear of that. 
Well, he's, that's plus why he's forty-five. I, I, you think about things at forty-five, you didn't think about it at twenty-five, right? Oh no, absolutely not. I, you know what? The other day, I'm doing a big house project. I, look, I'm not an athlete. We all know a that. A big house. Whoa, whoa, whoa! A big okay. house. What's a well, big house? Well, we're doing all kind project. of. We're putting new. We're putting new fences in all over the. Uh, I heard you, you know, lost it in the hurricane. Lost part of it in a hurricane. Now, do but, you get insurance but a small money chop for that? Well, no, we're not for that or what? Because no, nah, we we. It's not look, a small chop kind of kicked over that. No, nah, it was already coming down before the hurricane. So we're getting new fences put in, and we're getting a whole new pool deck with pavers and all that stuff. But I had a slab that a deck that an old shed used to be on. I had to take out that slab of concrete, By yourself? and I got one of those demolition hammers from Home Depot. Jackhammer? Yeah, kind of, but it's a small. It's smaller. I did that. For four hours the other day. Rick, I couldn't move for two days. Two days. <laughs> I'm serious. Was it like playing I, basketball at Roberts on you know, a Saturday? It was, I mean, we were young. We could do that. I but know. I went up to the Home Depot. The Home Depot guy actually gave him a hard time because as he handed me, he goes, have fun. He was like one of those guys that's all tatted <laughs> yeah. up and everything. Have fun. And I'm you like, don't like oh, that yeah. jackhammer. I, I I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. I was like, I was two minutes in. I'm like, <gasps> sweating. I'm calling to my wife. Can you bring me some Gatorade? <sighs> Isn't the I hammer was, doing the work though, or no? No, I, you would think, but no. But apparently, it was. I, maybe I wasn't doing it right or whatever. But the ne- I couldn't move for two days. That my point being, when you get older, stuff affects you the way it didn't affect. Oh you yeah, it does. When you were a kid, Tom Brady, at 45, and that's what I'm saying. Maybe. He'd be willing to take those hits in December. He's not right. willing to take them right now. I'm not pushing. Is it, you know, here's me, Mister Negativity. I'm not ready to push the panic button yet because it wasn't that long ago that I've seen it work here in Tampa Bay. Now this, but not with this not with this group, and not necessarily 2022. Yeah. I mean, but I still think they're. I still need to see more bad before I'm convinced it's over. You know, because it wasn't all that long ago when he his last game in New England, we were all saying like, eh, that might be it for Brady. He looked old. He threw the pick six as his walk. That was his last throw in New right. England. Uh, and now here the, we are. Three Logan seasons. Ryan picked him off. Right. Three seasons later. And uh, eventually one of these times we're going to be right when we say our oh, age has finally caught up to Tom Brady. Someday we're going to be right about that. I'm not ready to say it yet because there's too much season left. But I'll tell you what, the. We're going to find out real quick because Thursday night's no joke uh, against the Ravens team. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's good. They're not not great, but decent on a short week. Here's what here's what I think is like as a topic, and I, and I asked Todd Bowles this: like, um, who checks Tom Brady these days? Like, the one thing you could say about Bruce Arians, and and listen, we don't know the conversations that happen, you know, off the field. I mean, Bruce obviously has a totally different style than Todd does. Todd's more the traditional. I'm not going to rip my players in public, but in private. He lets him have it, and I know he does. And but having said all that, you know we know the back and forth with Arians and Brady when they first got here, and it's like he questioned him after the first game, and it was, you know, sort of oh my God, you 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 know you dare you know call out the the powerful Oz, uh, and everybody was shocked by that in New England. Um, but now now BA is you know just kind of an advisor at this point, and he's there and he's there to counsel and help and whatever you can do, but. You know, it's different now. I just think it. I just think that whole dynamic is different. You know, well, like, somebody brought up that point, Rick, that that Belichick was somebody who could check Brady a little bit. Don't in, you think? In New England, Absolutely. and that's half the reason he wanted to get out. Of it. And then it happened here. Here's the thing. Let me ask you this though, Rick, because this is what we're. This is what this conversation is ultimately leading to. I think, and that is, and I think this would be a bad idea, the idea of changing coordinators. And I and I know it, it should be brought up. 
I know mm-hmm. it at least should be a topic, but uh, you hear a lot of people out there like, oh, it's time, like, let's make the move now. Fire Todd, Todd Bowles now, get him out of here, or, or take the play calling away from Byron Leftwich, whatever. Yeah. Rick, I just don't know that that, I think that's a, that is the very last panic move you could make. I think if you, if you make it, you're desperate at that point. Now, maybe they are desperate, but I, I, Rick, I just think it would be a bad idea. Well, here's what I want to know, and, and, and this is where, and I like Byron Leftwich a lot as a person and, and otherwise, but here's where Byron Leftwich, and he'll tell you this, he had, he had no chance, right, because, all right, so the first year that he's here with Bruce Arians, their job is to save Jameis Winston, right? Save this quarterback. You got one last chance. You're, this, you're the quarterback whisperer. Let's save him. And they put him in an offense that's, you know, hard to adjust to the first year. Every quarterback from Carson Wentz on, or Carson Wentz, listen to me, Carson Palmer on, um, had struggled in his first year. And, and he's dropping back. He's throwing the ball down the field all the time. And he throws 33 interceptions. And they decide to move on from Jameis, okay? But then, you know, they're scoring 30 points a game the last two years with Brady. And everyone says, what? Well, that's Tom Brady. I mean, you know, I mean, look at the throws. Look at the guy. Uh, you know, of course, Byron Leftwich is the coordinator. But let's be honest. It's Tom Brady, you know? Mm-hmm. So now when things aren't going well, okay, when you don't have Gronk, and you don't have an offensive line, and you don't have the pieces, and you're more like what Brady had in New England. And again, I'm not sliding Godwin, and I'm not sliding Mike Evans here because they're great players. But they're just two guys, right? Two really good guys. And I think, I still think that, you know, in the case of Godwin, he's trying to work his way back. But now, now that you don't have all those people, it's like, look at this Byron Leftwich. What is he doing? Right. What is he doing? They stink. It's got to be Leftwich. What? You didn't credit him when he was scoring 30 points a game, but, but now that he's scoring 20 or 17, it's got to be the play caller? Those plays seem to work for two years. And I just, Rick, I just don't know that, that you're not going to change the whole playbook in the middle of the season. No. There's no, no. way you can. I mean, it takes all of us. You could change the emphasis. In. Like you could say yeah. we're going to run the ball more because they still have the, you know, among the fewest attempts in the league. Here's the funny thing about Brady. I love this stat that uh, was popped out the other day. So we went into the, into the season going, he's 45. I know one thing about Tom Brady at 45. He does not want to lead the league in pass attempts with 719. That is nothing he's interested in. I really thought that's why Todd Bowles was here to be the coach in the first place because they saw the game the same way, which was code for, yeah, we're going to run the ball. We're mm-hmm. going to play defense, and we're not going to make you drop back all, all the time. You know, how, you know what? Right now, right now, if you calculate it throughout the rest of the season, Number of pass attempts. You know what he's. You know what he's going to make. You know how many he's going to have. How many? Seven hundred and nineteen. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So even though you change coaches, you're still not really emphasizing running the football. You're not even good at it. I get it. You don't want to beat your head against the wall, but you're going to have to figure a way to figure it out. Because right now he's going to drop back, and he doesn't have the difference. Is you don't have the touchdown passes now. He's protecting the ball. He's only got one interception, but he's not making any plays. He's not throwing for that many yards. He's just dropping back a lot. And right. that's not a good recipe. So I just think it's interesting that, you know, we talk about it's a player's league. It's a coach player's league. And then as soon as some of the players are gone and they, they don't do well, everybody wants to fire people. Let's fire that coordinator that was responsible for the 30 points a game the last two. No, no, no. That was Brady. But this year, it's got to be Byron. He's the one. He's the problem. Right. What's changed? The result. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And that's why I'm saying seven games in, and I know the last two weeks are real cause for concern. 
but there's still so much time left. And and Agreed. it's not yeah, that's why I would rather be Tampa Bay than Green Bay right now. That's a question that was going around a lot today on all the ESPN shows and all that. And I, I would well, it's rather cold in Green Bay too, let's be honest. <laughs> yes, that's true too. Um, but it would I would rather be with Tampa Bay just for, because of what the division is and because of of um where you are in the standings. I mean, Green yeah. Bay's looking up. What, they're three games out or something like that already uh, behind Minnesota. Tampa Bay's still in decent, decent shape. Hey, before, before we get off football, I don't know if you had anything left on the Bucks. I had a complaint. No, I had, I here's my pet peeve of the day. <clears throat> and unfortunately, Bill Simmons on his podcast stole some of my thunder. But <clears throat> I almost texted you during the Sunday night game, but I knew you were working still probably because you work all day. You're right off the Bucks game. Uh, you were in Carolina, and you're also doing the podcast and all that. But I had to text somebody, and I almost texted our old uh, boss, Mike Sherman, sports center. You know who needs to go away? Who I'm tired of? Who I'm done with? The 1972 Dolphins. Okay, I got it. <laughs> go away. Okay, I'm sick of you. Yeah, I get it. It's well, the 50th. Why? Because every two every two minutes I turn 50 around. Fifty years, man. It was a fifty year anniversary. I get it. Fifty. First of all, let's stop there. Fifty years. I know. I know. Right. <laughs> Jeez. I know. Fifty years. It, so I, I guess I should give it a little bit of a pass. So what happened was I'm watching a Sunday night game and the Dolphins and they they honored the fiftieth anniversary of the nineteen seventy. But also. Did they have like a big thing for like forty six and for forty five <laughs> and forty and like every time I turn around they're pushing these guys out there they're lighting up cigars and everything and i have to wait you know and here's the other thing and i and and i'm and simmons talked about this on his podcast because i remember this you play who you play i get it go back that was one of the weakest schedules in the history of football that they played that was a weird year where it was just not long after expansion when they added all the afl nfl when they combined there were five teams in the in the in the nfc and afc eastern divisions they got to play. Everybody in that division was bad. You should have seen the records of the teams they beat that year. And now we're supposed to sit there and act like they weren't even the best team of the decade. Okay, let's get that clear. The Steelers were the best team of that decade. I'm sick of looking at them. I'm sick of listening to them. I'm done with them. Now, now that it's 50s over, go away. Please, somebody go undefeated. It's still, no one has done it. So I know. And, and, I don't, and I got news for you. No one's going to. Well, not now. Now we got 17 games plus exactly. three play. I mean, you have to win 20. Right. Which plus, is ridiculous. You know, the parity, the free agency, the cap, all that stuff has come into play now. And so you, you, you're, you're bound to have, you know, too much. Am I alone in this, though? Is that it? I mean, so no, you, grew you, up know in, you grew up in Florida, too, Rick. So you were probably like. Like, well, I was a you, you know what the, you know what the Dolphins meant a, to this. To oh, this they area. meant everything yeah. to the state. There was no sure. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were the team you rooted for if you were a kid, right? In the, anywhere in the state of Florida, there's no Jacksonville. I know Jaguar. people still who still live here. In oh yeah, there's still Dolphins who stay Dolphin fans. Yeah, yeah. And they had you know the cool uniforms and the you know Shula with the jaw and all that. Here's the thing though, that I would say, and and, and I read this story. I thought it was an interesting story. That whole we pop champagne. Mm-hmm. When a team, when the last undefeated team loses in the NFL, that's never that that's not true. It, it happened once with about three guys that lived on the same block. <laughs> that's how it happened. Like Greasy and some of the guy and some of the guy. One guy came out and he had a bottle of, of champagne. He goes, "Yeah, go get a glass." And the other guy was, "Okay, well, well, I'll go get a glass." You know, and like it never happened again. And then. You know, some of them are like, yeah, y'all be sitting home and, you know, a team will win. I'm a bourbon guy, so I'll pour myself a bourbon. We probably did that every night anyway. 
Um, <laughs> so that that whole like, oh, yep, there they go. They're all going to get together someplace tonight, and they're like, no, they're not. No, they're not. They don't even live in South Florida anymore. There's well, I take it a little bit personal. Too. I saw the other, you know, Paul Kennedy, who does the games for yeah. Bally Sports. Nicest man on the planet. Just Absolutely. So, you know, I'll get a text from him every, maybe once a week. He'll send me a clip about really? something. You two will send me a story about something. Yeah, Paul Kennedy and you. Paul Kennedy, yeah, we go back. Because I used to tra- we used to travel together when I oh, that's true. covered the lightning. And we used to sit across from each other on the, on the oh, plane. Okay. And, and really sharp guy. You know, I, we've, I've... Uh, you know, gone on road trips with him. We've had dinner. We had a lot of dinners together. And, and yeah, he's a really, really, like, he's more than just a sports guy. But he rarely sends me sports stuff. But he sends me a sports thing the other day talking about the 72 Dolphins and talking about, and, and I guess it meant a great deal to him. He was a Dolphins fan growing up. And he talked about the game, the 1972 NFC Championship game, which I say goes down as one of the worst days personally in, in the history of Pittsburgh sports and in my life, because what had happened was the st- now what's weird about that is the dolphins are undefeated, but the AFC champs game was played in Pittsburgh. That's a, they had a weird schedule back then huh? where, yeah, where the, the best team didn't necessarily, they rotated who hosted the games. And so the game was in three river stadium. Steelers had him beat Larry Seipel punter, fake punt ran it for like a million yards. That, that changed the momentum of the game. It was a week after the Immaculate Reception. So the Dolphins stay alive, even though the Steelers had a real good chance to beat them. And then later that night, you know what happened? Mm. New Year's Eve, 1971, 72 and 73. Roberto Clemente died. There you go. Roberto Clemente died. That was the same weekend? Same night. Same day. Same night. Oh, my it was, gosh. It was, uh, it was the AFC Championship game was on, on New Year's Eve. And then that night, the... Um, well, that's, that's, that's when... You know, someone like Todd Bowles could say it's a dark day. You know, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a dark so, day. But even like me, I got mad at Paul Kennedy. Nicest guy. No one's ever been mad at Paul Kennedy ever. And he sends me this text about, "Ah, this was great, Larry Seipel." I was like, "Shut up! I'm done with this team. I'm done with the '72 Dolphins. I don't think I'm alone in this." So, I probably am, but. We'll- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, it's interesting. You know, I was in your former fine city of Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. That's right. And let me just say, I I don't know, like, exactly. I mean, the Lightning played on Saturday. Steelers played on Sunday. And there were no hotel rooms. None. Anywhere near downtown Pittsburgh. And the ones that were there were going for, like, $500. That's crazy. So I don't know who can afford that, but it wasn't going to be me on on the Times budget. I can tell you that. (laughs) And then the other thing that was happening, so I'm at a... Uh, a Hampton Inn in the air by the airport, and you know me, Tom. I love me some Hampton Inns. Absolutely. Uh, so I stayed at the Hampton Inn during the hurricane, but that's another story. Nothing wrong yeah. with it. Yeah. Well, well you fine. had to evacuate. You got a fence torn down. What? God knows. What if one of those planks had gone through the window and hit you in the eye? Exactly. I was. You know? I was hanging out at the, at the Hampton Inn Mar-a-Lago down in West Palm Beach. <laughs> Were you really? I was at West Palm Beach. Yeah, I wasn't close enough. Secret yeah. Service was around. I get it. Yeah. So 
we're in Pittsburgh and, and I pull up to the Hampton Inn with my Uber driver or no, actually I think that was like a shuttle. Anyway, I get out, a school bus pulls up. I'm thinking freaking school bus. And out walks like a ton of grown adult uh they were hockey fans because the Lightning had played and they beat the Lightning like six to two or something. Yeah, they beat game. them up pretty good, yeah. Yeah. So the, they were Penguins fans, and they all just were there staying at the Hampton Inn, I suppose. Somebody chartered a school bus so they could all go watch this game. And the other thing that was going on, and I don't know, is this a thing? So, like, it's beautiful up there right now. The fall, you know, there's some foliage. It's, you know, the weather's yeah. nice. There's a ton of weddings, apparently. Is it a wedding season? Is it wedding season? Because Vince Vaughn's going to be on the Manning cast. I just I had to ask. It's you and I should have been there. Yeah. In Pittsburgh, is that do they do people get married because it's a nice kind of time of the year? My I don't guess, know who would, who would get married during the Steeler system. Everybody so get well. That's the thing. I I remember being a my dad used to explode if we had to go to a, a wedding in October. Oh, he's it makes like, no sense at he's all. Like, like like during the Penn State game, is that game during the Penn State game? Is that yeah. wedding? Like my dad would be. Who does that? And so there would be. Like seventeen transistor radios in the, the church. Bar. Yeah, somebody, you know, while we're in the while we're in the church. Oh, jeez. And you got, you know, maybe twenty five percent listening to the pit game, twenty five percent listening to Penn State, twenty five percent listening to West Virginia, oh, gosh. and twenty five percent listening to Notre Dame. Those are the those are the four schools. But yeah, a lot of what happens is in the summer. At summer, it's a great time to get married up north. But yeah, yeah eventually, late summer, it's late summer. It's almost well. Fall. Well, what happened was you get what people get either priced out of the summer or uh, everything's booked up. So you push it off until the fall. So that's Cause there were apparently were a lot of, like I was told, like at a lot of these hotels, there was like tons of weddings going on. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Cause you, but I would be furious if I'm a college football fan and I had to go to a wedding. Like who does that? You don't do that. No. Although I thought about crashing a few. You should, I would have been there with you. Folk singers from Utah. <laughs> exactly. So how's it going over at the? Uh, we'll let you out on this. Uh, what's going on at uh, Pointer.org? Oh my goodness, we got midterms it's coming election up. It's season, crazy. Right? It's crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. The uh, what's that coming up? Is that November? That's November eighth. So a first week, Tuesday, I guess. A week from uh, two weeks from tomorrow from uh, this podcast. What's what's bigger? Is it governor races or, or I guess in this state? It's maybe, everything. But... Well, in well, governor, you got governor and a senate race here, and then yeah. got, I mean it's it's everywhere. You got I mean obviously the big ones where people are looking at with the senate race in uh, in Georgia, Georgia and yeah, with Arizona, Herschel Walker, so. and then and mm-hmm. then you got the gu- gubernatorial race in Arizona, and uh, yeah, just. And then, you know, there are representatives everywhere. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a busy time, which is why I like talking sports. That's why I had to come on. I had to I had to get away from the politics for a minute, talk a little sports. Well, but when you're talking when you're talking sports, you're talking to USFL, you're talking about Donald Trump and Herschel Walker. So it's really, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> no, the same thing, just 80 sports. Right. Oh, my gosh. Can you can you believe? Yeah, you're absolutely right. So who's who you got real quick before I'm not going to be, probably be on a podcast before the World Series starts. Who you got in the series? Astros or. Uh, Oh, I think the Astros are going all the way. They're going to bang the drum. Mo- as least like, least like teams in the World Series history, right? Phillies. Well, Astros. but I mean, look at their look at their run of success. Like it's hard to it's hard to fathom that they have done all this because a couple guys hit a few garbage cans. I mean, maybe Jose Altuve that might have like you know affected him or something. Well, but... apparently not in the first half of this postseason because oh, <laughs> he went over yeah, a thousand, over twenty or something, something like that. more than that even. Yeah. But but. Um, Listen, what they've done is amazing. Like, 
the number of AL championship games they've been to or championship series is ridiculous. And well, that idea of tanking, tanking actually, I mean, if there is such a thing in baseball, they, it worked. I mean, they, it did work for them. You yeah. know what I like? I like Bryce Harper. You're a baseball guy, Rick. You like Bryce Harper, don't you? I do, although like he's a guy that I want to play for and not against because I hate no, him if absolutely. I played. If I played against him, I want to throw behind his ear. But I think but he's I a, I think he's a hard with him, hard nosed baseball. I think he's a good, he's old, honest baseball old school. player. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? Here's the other thing that I notice about these playoffs. Like, you know, for all the you know talk about you know money ball and analytics and all that, you know what? When you get when you get to the postseason, screw that. It's funny how the guys making twenty five and fifty million dollars a year to swing a bat come through. There's a reason why those guys like Bryce Harper and them can do this. You know what I mean? Well, that's right. It's not for everybody. It just isn't. No, but like, absolutely. Those dudes, man, you know, busted up, hurt during the season, whatever. You put them under the bright lights, and they're launching some balls. And it's just, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know what? That's 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 why they got that guy. And the Yankees had those guys. I mean, they spent a ton of money. They had Aaron, Aaron Judge had the greatest regular season, arguably in in, in history. If you want to, you know, exclude the needles. So I mean, on the other hey, guys, oh, but hey. not with him. Oh, but, I, oh, know. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 with Bonds and all that. But sure. just statistically, you know, one of the greatest no. years ever. He almost won Absolutely. the triple crown for God's sakes with sixty something home runs. But then he got the postseason, and, and, and again, if you're not playing well or swinging the bats, I mean, geez, how many? Strikeouts did we watch Cleveland and Tampa Bay have in a in a three game set? That, you know that I mean? series Two was hard set. to watch, man. And and I, Cleveland did the same thing the next series. Really, they struck out as much or more. I mean, one of the games I think Seattle might have been involved in like an eighteen inning game or something like that. Where yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was nothing. No that hits. Was a nothing, just, nothing game, yeah. It was unwatchable at times. Tom, I'm worried about baseball. And they, now they're going to institute all these rules and stuff. And that, that's another show for another time. But yeah, it's. Uh, it's funny to me that like those guys that can really play, they get paid all the money. That there's a reason. There's a reason. Absolutely. You know, they can they can bomb it away. Well, hey man, it's great having you on. We've been as you know, like if you go on my Twitter feed, and I know you're kind of staying off social media as much as you can these days, but um, boy, people love you. It's unbelievable. I they, love they love us. You. They, they love, love us together. They love us. They don't love yeah. you. They love us. They miss the old days. I miss the old or the days. new days. I miss them too. Son of a gun. They're still shuffling the deck. You never know. We might pop up somewhere soon. Maybe I would like that. Yeah, we'll have like to do that. it. We'll have to do it. We'll have to figure a, way, figure a way out. So for all of you that constantly badger me about when is Tom Jones going to be on, well, he's on. He was on today. You can replay this podcast anytime you want if you, if you miss him. And uh, Tommy will be at pointer.org if you're looking for him. Tom, have a great uh, rest of the election season or whatever we're going to do. Right. And uh, check us out, man. I'll talk to you. I talk to you every other day or so. Yeah, we talk. We talk pretty we'll regularly. But together. I need. To, I need to come on the pod a little bit more. Cause appreciate always, it, buddy. It's always really fun. appreciate Thanks. it. It's great. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thank you. All right, there you have it, folks. Go ahead and at me about more Tom Jones. I'm all about it. Sounds great. Good to have him tomorrow. Don't at you at him. Yeah. Well. Yeah. At him. That's right. Tom W. Jones. Yeah. At him. <laughs> don't at me. That's right. I don't need you to at me anymore. I'm sick of you. He's welcome anytime. Him. Yeah, absolutely. Open invitation, except when we don't want them. Um, but we do want them. We want them as much as possible. So tomorrow, we want this guy, too. We're going to have Matt Baker talk a little college football. All, all three Florida teams, the ones we follow closely, at least, USF, Florida, Florida State, back in action. So we'll have lots to talk about there, as well as just the Heisman and national championship picture, all of that. 
And the Bucks continue their preparations. It's a Thursday night game, so look, they're they're crunch time. They're not they're doing walkthrough practices, but we're gonna have a chance to talk to Tom Brady, um, and also Byron Leftwich, who is under fire quite a bit as we discussed uh, previously. So look forward to that. Thanks for listening for Steve Burstick and Tom Jones, Tom W. Jones. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. 